Hello and welcome to another episode of Their Super Geek. I'm Mariam and I'm here with my co-hosts Kristen and Jeremy and our wonderful guest uh, for tonight, Connie. Uh, so tonight we'll be playing not just one, but two games. That's right, a double feature. We'll be playing Halos and Hor Halo and Horns and Stakes and Strategies. But before we get into what those games actually are, I will give a quick introduction to those who are new to our show. Uh, Their Super Geek is a one-shot uh, actual play live stream that highlights the voices of marginalized folks in TRPGs, and we also feature gender-marginalized GMs and a very diverse rotating cast. Uh, and yes, joining us tonight is Connie, uh, GM of Transplaner, RPG, community advocate, cat parent to Babao, and TRPG designer of several microgames, including the game the first game we're playing tonight, which is Halo and Horns. But before we begin our games, uh, let's go around the table once and introduce ourselves. Who are you and where can we find you? I'll start with myself. I'm Mariam. I uh, am a host of the show and I also do quite a few things on Utopia. I'm a streamer, uh, podcaster, and TRPG writer and you can find me on twitter at media underscore junkie and with that i will pass it on to our very angelic uh kristen hi i'm kristen she her pronouns uh you can find me on twitter at christmas no jedi uh i do game design and write for rpgs as well as co-host the show with my wonderful co-hosts and friends um and i also podcast sometimes so yeah and with that i'll pass it on to jeremy hello uh, I'm Jeremy Harper. I use they, them pronouns. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter or uh, itch at Hark Morper. Uh, I stream sometimes, mostly on this show, um, but I also do some game design, um, including the second game we'll be seeing tonight, Stakes and Strategy. Um, with that, I'm going to pass it off to Connie. Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Connie. My pronouns are they, he, and she. I am the very uh, honored to be here guest of the night. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, itch, Patreon, at by Connie Chong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. When I am not here on She's a Super Geek, uh, they're a super geek, my apologies. Um, you can find me as the GM and producer behind Transplaner RPG, which is an all-transgender, people-of-color-led, 100% homebrew, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition live-streamed actual play campaign, set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world if that sounds like your jam tune in saturdays at 3 p.m u.s central time that is 1 p.m pacific and 4 p.m eastern do not know off the top of my head what that is for folks in the uk and in various parts of asia uh, but it'll either be really really late or really really early either way we also have podcast episodes out going through our old backlog of past streams putting it on podbean spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you pod your casts we drop new episodes tuesdays at 5 a.m central so uh check us out on your various audio uh, podcasting platforms for that good good actual play content and with that i'm going to pass the baton back to our lovely producer uh for the evening miriam Thank you. And speaking of podcasts, we also, uh, uh, we have not really been advertising as such, but we do also have our uh, podcasts. Uh, they release a week after our live stream. So check us out at either Misdirected Mark or uh, wherever, uh, whichever podcast uh, catcher you are into. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, with that, I think we're going to move into our first game, Halo and Horns. And uh, with, and Connie, please uh, take it away. Give us a quick rundown. Of 
Yeah, absolutely. So if you haven't heard of Halo and Horns, uh, here it is in Odd's Glory. It is a one-page uh, RPG, a part of my one-page actual player RPG collection, which is a series of micro RPGs uh, written specifically for an actual play environment. This is the first in the series. Basically, there are two GMs, uh, an angel, played by Kristen here, and a devil, played by Jeremy here, uh, who are trying to sway when the soul of one mortal uh, player, played by myself, uh, for this evening. It's adapted from this really wacky guessing improv game that I used to do a lot in college and have a lot of fondness for. Uh, and the premise is basically each GM has a different objective right? That they want the mortal to accomplish. The object objectives usually don't have anything to do with each other. In fact, the more uh, disparate they are from each other, the, the wackier hijinks that ensue. Um, the GMs and the audience should be aware of what the objectives are at all times, but I, as the player, the mortal, should not. Uh, that's part of the fun of this. I have no idea what either of you are trying to get me to do. The audience does. I don't know. Uh, and there is an end to this game. It's it, whenever I complete one objective, whichever objective I complete first, that GM will win. Uh, there's another end state to this game is if like I'm not completing either objective, like the GMs are getting tired of this. They're got, they want to throw in the towel they can uh, at any point. Either Kristen or Jeremy can basically say uncle and end the game there. Uh, whichever's honest, honestly, like whichever would be a funnier conclusion uh, is what I have written <laughs> in the game. So just take it how you will. Um, and in terms of like crunchier quote unquote rules, this is basically a conversation, right? The GMs can do pretty much anything GMs can do in other TTRPGs, uh, they can introduce NPCs, they can do scene switches, they can change up the environment, they can like like do terrain shifts, introduce encounters even, right? Uh, but we don't have any like stats or anything like that. This is just a back and forth kind of conversation between the two GMs and the one player. The three golden rules here are, uh, one, the GMs can't violate the mortal's player agency by basically telling the player how they feel, what they do, what they think, or how they look. Uh, these things that directly relate to the PC are completely up to the player. Uh, the second golden rule is neither of the GMs can play the other GMs NPCs. So if like Jeremy introduces an NPC, Kristen can't take over and be like, actually this NPC gets into a car, drives away and goes to Alabama, I've never seen again. <laughs> right? Like that's a little bit like... <laughs> um, uh, and the third golden rule is the GMs can't directly contradict uh, what the other says in like a really blatant way. But if you kind of do it subtly, or if you can do it in a roundabout way, that's totally fine, right? Um, so the next step would be picking or creating the objective for each GM. This process, I'm going to take my headphones off during. And once each of you have your objectives picked out, it's time to start play. Uh, and it begins typically with the mortal setting the scene, saying like where they are, what they're doing, what they look like. And then the GMs were to come in and start, start trying to push the mortal toward their objective uh, in a manner of creative fashion. So some examples to might maybe like help get the brain juices uh, jumping include like you could have like a flyer for like an orphanage, <laughs> like fly up to my apartment window, or like you can have like, like an X call or anything completely up to the GMs. Uh, so yeah, any questions from my awesome GMs for the evening? So. I don't think so. Yeah. That was a really good okay. explanation. So thank you. Yeah. Great. Of course. Uh, there are no, I don't have written in the text like dice rolls to see if the mortal or the player can do something or like mm -hmm. oppose roles or anything like that. Uh, it's just sort of like based on conversation and like pure role play, basically. Yeah. So just so awesome. y'all are aware. Okay. Okay. With that, should I, should I take my headphones off for this next Yeah, part? go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Okay. I cannot hear you starting now. Okay. <sighs> okay. Devil, what are you thinking? 
Um, so looking through the suggestions that are in the, the, the document itself, mm -hmm. um, I really love the idea of trying to get our mortal to carjack a cop car and take it for a joyride. Um, I'm also open to suggestions from the audience if anyone has any, but Ooh, that's what I'm towards. Yeah, we, we will take suggestions. Um, I was also looking at the suggested objectives. They're very good. Um, one is adopt an entire orphanage of orphans. Um, I think I want to tweak that a little bit and have it be, have my objective be um, adopt a litter of kittens, <sighs> which I, love I feel that. like is a good opposite <laughs> of <laughs> our Jackie no police car. Not remotely connected to. Um, right. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty opposite. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think stealing a police car. Oh yeah. The, right. We're not, it's not yeah. a, it's not a car jack. It's stealing a police car. So well, that, there could be yeah, no police person in it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to write down litter of kittens, adopt litter of kittens. I'm going to steal a police car. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yep. I think so. Okay. They noticed. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. We did it. Okay. Great. <laughs> I'm back. Welcome Ooh. back. <laughs> I wonder what they are. I'm so excited. All right. Uh, shall we, should I describe what I'm doing and what I'm up to? Yeah. Okay. Let's it. see what my own rules say. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say, tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us about your day, what you're doing. Ooh. Okay. I think I think my character is called Tony. Tony is waking up uh, to the sound of like an alarm going off. Uh, beep, 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 beep. And I just sort of, uh, 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 I like smack my hand around a couple of times. And I miss it. And I eventually like smack the alarm onto the ground and I let it, oh, uh, shit, crap. Uh, and I sort of pull myself up out of uh, a mattress on the ground uh, of a studio apartment in like uh, uh, cramped city. But at any point, any of you can contradict me and say it's not actually a city uh, or we're somewhere else. Uh, but Tony like pulls themselves up from this like dirty mattress that's got like some springs poking out of it, right? And like a really just unwashed sheet like stretched over this mattress. And I, uh, I scratch the back of my head and you see that I've got this like sleep t-shirt on that says uh, MILF across the front and it's short for uh, Man I Love Fortnite uh, and I'm just like scratching my hair and, uh, and like, I've got this like curly dark hair and these like dark eye bags under my eyes and I finally like pick my like crappy like 2008 model like Apple iPhone off of the ground and I smack the snooze button uh, oh crap oh crap I'm late Oh, no, 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 no. And I fling the sheet off of the mattress and I scramble out and just like boxer briefs that have like a big hole, like on one on one pant leg. And I start like bustling about this tiny studio apartment that's just got ramen, like styrofoam cup, like just like strewn all over the ground, like these like moth eaten curtains that don't do a good job keeping out the light, like the noise of the city filtering in, like like beeping from cars outside, like someone's smoking a cigarette on like a nearby balcony and a cigarette smoke's getting in and I cough <coughs> and I reach for my inhaler and I 
oh, all right. Uh, and then I start brewing a, uh, a pot of coffee as I like hustle into the, the bathroom to take a shower. Uh, and that's Tony. Tony's fascinating. Oh my gosh. Um, I think before, um, or as Tony, because I don't want to change the narrative, as Tony is is brewing the pot of coffee and, and getting ready to get in the shower outside that same window, uh, you notice a, uh, a a black cat walk by and then sit and just kind of paw at the window and then and then it continues oh. on. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, Mr. Nibbles. Uh, one sec, I got your treats right here. And I run out of the bathroom. I go into a, a closet that you see has like maybe like it's twenty percent like canned Campbell soup, and the other eighty percent is like cat food. Even though there's like not a single cat in this apartment, and I like rifle through like this huge bag of cat food. I like scoop out like a a, a cup of it, and I run over to the window and I try to look for look for this cat. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Nibbles. Oh yeah, I think the cat immediately, Mr. Nibbles immediately comes back around the corner. Uh, the cat thought that you were possibly sleeping through your alarm again, uh, <laughs> but is now thrilled to see that you are are going to feed them uh, again this week. I assume, uh, yeah, and is happily happily nibbling away at at the cat food. I love it. Yeah, I like crack open the window and I set it down and I like tentatively like stroke them and I say. Ah. You know, you're really cute, but you can't be noisy like last week, okay? This is a no-pet apartment complex. I think with that, the Mr. Nibbles, like, lets out just a re- one of those really loud, like, and then oh, continues. Sh- <laughs> Sorry, that was a uh, baby on television. I'm watching Babies, <laughs> which is a real show that exists. Oh, uh, you <laughs> like those. that kibble, don't you, Mr. Nibbles? I think, I think you hear... Uh... Your, your phone goes off again, just like a, an alert. There's some sort of message there. Oh, oh. I take my phone out uh, and I okay. pat Mr. Nib- uh, Nibbles on, on the head as I rush into the bathroom and brush my teeth and okay. check my phone at the same time. Okay, you look at it and it's uh, your daily co-star um, update. <laughs> so your, your horoscope. Um, and, it, and, it says, uh, the, and it says, watch out, be careful. The stars are aligning today. Uh, watch out for ladders broken mirrors, black cats, anything else that could keep you or that could bring on the bad luck. You need as much good luck as you can today. I, I gurgle and I spit out the Sensodyne uh, and I like look at this coaster and I say, wow, Capricorn rising. It is not my season. Okay. All right. Good to know. Thank you, coaster. Thank you. I put the phone back, uh, and as I'm like pulling on like these like ripped black jeans, I, I hustle over to see if Mr. Nibbles is still eating. Yes, Mr. Nibbles is still eating. And um, I think also that um, your radio turns on and it's playing um, <laughs> The Love Cats by The Cure, um, which <laughs> Mr. Nibbles' favorite song. Uh, and so Mr. Nibbles, their tail just starts going back and oh. forth. Oh, Mr. Nibbles, that's adorable. But uh, I'm getting really mixed signals this morning. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm sorry, buddy. How about I just leave the cat food out on the fire escape? But I, I can't risk getting evicted. I'm so sorry, co-star. And I like start putting the kibble out on the fire escape and I start to close the window. Mr. Nibbles like eats a little bit and then skitters away. Bye. All right, how much time do I have left? And I check my phone to see uh, how late I am for work. You are, uh, you're five minutes later than you usually are. (laughs) 
Oh, that's not good because I'm usually like 15 minutes late. So this is 20. <laughs> I'm pushing 20. Ah, oh, God, Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and I, I don't change my shirt because I forget, I think. So it's still the MILF shirt. Uh, and I like grab like my keys. I grab my wallet. I like stuff it in a fanny pack uh, that I tie around my waist. And I, I'm out of there. I'm booking it out into the hall. Yeah, I think as you enter the hallway, you notice that lying in the hallway only on one side are brightly colored um, posters for your uh, local pet shelter. They weren't Aww. there last night. Oh, weird. Are they like all in a row? <laughs> They're yeah, like just all <laughs> in a row on one side. Like maybe someone put them up and was going to go to the other side and then ran out because it's just all oh, down sure. the hallway on one side leading to the stairs or elevator, whatever you normally take. <laughs> Uh, I love it. What's the cutest pet on the poster? Ooh, um, so there are two two main pictures that are featured, and one is of a hamster, um, but the hamster doesn't look nearly as cute as um, there's a picture of a, a few kittens on the on the other side. Oh yeah, I think Tony has a soft spot for kittens. I pause at like one of the pause uh, at one of the uh, posters <laughs> and I look at it. I like place a trace a finger longingly over it. Oh, one day maybe when I move out of this apartment, then I'll I'll, I'll stop two or three of you. I promise. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, and I start rushing down the hallway somewhere. Uh, yeah. As as you're rushing, uh, there's a a, a buzz. Bzz, um, and you've got a, you've got a text. Ooh, I check it. Yeah. From, uh, from your coworker, Sally. Uh, and it says, um, uh, where the hell are you? You know that you can't afford to be late again. You need to get I, here as quick as you can. Yeah. I text Sally back. I say, OMG, Sally. I'm so, 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 so sorry. And I spam a bunch of emojis, like the crying emoji, but yeah. like a uh, laugh out loud emoji gets in there by accident. Uh, I send it and I quickly text as I'm like heading toward like the, the elevator. I'm like jamming the button and I'm like texting with one hand. I text like, can you please cover for me until I get there? Please, please, please. I owe you. Uh, okay. You get a, you get a response that's uh, okay. Period. This is the last time. Period. Oh, can I ask what my relationship with like Sally is like? Is she like my coworker or is she like a manager like above me? I think she's like your coworker. Okay. She's your coworker. She's covered with you. A, she's covered for you a lot before. Yeah. I sort of put Sally through the ringer and I just text back last time promise and like the pinky, okay. like the promise uh, emoji yeah. okay. like, with the fingers. And I get into the elevator and I start jamming the close button. Okay. Close. Okay, okay. Oh, I can't this elevator move any faster. Uh, I think that as soon as you get to the bottom, unless you stop the elevator before, but I think as soon as you get to the bottom and it does that ding of arriving on the main floor and it opens, um, Mr. Nibbles is there and um, they have brought a friend. And so now there is a, there is a friend and the friend has a little, has a little collar on. Mr. Oh Nibbles my goodness. does not have a collar. Is this like in the foyer of the yes. apartment complex? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just waiting, like right when you walk out of the elevator. Mr. Nibbles' tail is flicking back and forth. Is the friend also a black cat? Uh, no, the friend is like orange and white. Oh, so cute. Like a little creamsicle. I yes. look down. Oh my goodness, Mr. Nibbles. And you brought a friend? You've got a collar on. Are you 
are you lost? I exit the elevator and I look side to side to see if my landlord's here. Um, I don't think you see your landlord, but I do think that you see uh, one of your older neighbors who's a little bit grumpy and he like walks up. He has on like a cardigan and uh, he walks up with a cane and looks looks at you and looks down at the cats. These yours. Oh, hey, Mr. Hernandez. Uh, no, no, I just, I just found him here. You, you can't have pets here. I know, I, they're not mine, I promise. I know that one has a collar, which is really suspicious, uh, but I promise it does not belong to me. I literally just stepped out of the elevator. All right, I, I heard the landlord is selling the building, so maybe the rules will change, but not now. Really? Oh, wow, how serendipitous. Well, look at these two adorable little kitties. Would you adopt one of them if the rules didn't change? Oh, 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 I checked my phone. It says, where are you? Question mark. Oh, uh, you know what? I gotta go. Uh, kitties, it's not safe in this building. And I scoop both of them up. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I run, I head for the doors. Uh. I think when you get outside, it's bright and sunny and the perfect day for uh, a walk or jog to work. Oh, good. Because I think I usually run to work. <laughs> I, I don't think I have a car. I think I usually just book it and I show up sweaty. Uh, and that's what I count as like my workout, like my daily workout. So I like I run out and I drop the cats nearby like a, a, a copes of bushes lining the front of the apartment building and i say sorry mr nibbles sorry friend uh please be safe i'm so sorry i don't have time to take you to a shelter or something but i have to go i'm late i sally it's a whole thing you understand uh and i start booking it down the pavement i'm like checking checking my phone hoofing it cool you take a turn um and you notice that the street has been blocked off the street you normally go running down um sidewalks blocked off uh there's something going on um there's a there's cop cars parked at both sides um but there's uh just uh construction workers saying sorry can't can't walk through this way um, wait really what's going on like construction or something uh yeah we had a um there there's we think there might have been a, a gas main or gas line leak here so we uh you're, you're not going to be able to walk down this way. Um, the, Wait, a gas the, leak? I live right in that building. Is it safe? Uh, it's it's safe as long as you're as long as you're inside. But the uh, um, the the roads out here, the street out here, just isn't safe to walk down right now. Oh my god. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah, I'll the, take another the, way. Thank you. The yeah, the detour is about a, a mile down that way. There's we had to close a off mile? a few streets. We're trying to figure out exactly where the where it's coming from. So. A uh, mile? Oh, that's not good. I'm definitely going to get fired. Uh, thank you. And I start uh, running in the direction uh, of the detour. Go ahead. Were you going to say something, Connie? No, I, I was. I, I like to pause to see if my GMs like <laughs> are going to throw anything else at me because I don't want to just like barrel ahead with what I want to do. <laughs> also, no, um, please, please go ahead and barrel, and we'll okay. We'll jump in. Sounds good. Uh, so I'm run. I run down the pavement, and I'm like, I'm calling Sally at this point. I'm like uh -huh. facetiming her, and I'm, I'm like, ah, 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 please pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Okay. Uh, yeah. She, um, she, she picks up. Uh, where, where are you? I'm sorry. Hey, are you in the freezer? Uh, I mean, that's the only. That's the only place I could get away to make a call to you. Yeah. 
course. Yeah, okay, I'm so sorry. Listen, there's like a huge gas leak near my apartment. They're blocking off like six or seven blocks. Uh, there's like a mile long detour. Uh, Is, isn't I that the excuse you used last week? What? <sighs> no, that was a, uh, that wasn't a gas leak. That was a, my mom, my grandma's funeral. I had to, I had to go to that. That's, it's a real thing that did happen. And I can't you need afford to get Uber. here as fast. You need to get here as fast as you can. You know you can't afford to lose this job. You're going to be out on the streets if you can't pay your rent. Damn, Sally. You always know just what to say to make me feel like a piece of crap. Okay. Will do. I'm so sorry for putting you through this. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to beat the morning rush when I get there. Yeah, I am definitely. I mean, just find whatever way you can to get here as fast as you can. Okay, okay, okay. Will do. Will I'll, do, I'll, do. I'll, I'll keep uh, Mr. Terwilliger. To, to, yeah, to Billiger. Yeah. 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 Mr. To Billiger. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tubesy. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. And I hang up. Uh, and I'm going to run toward like another blocked off street, but try to find one where the construction workers and cop car presence is lower. And I'm going to try to sneak through it anyway. I think as you're, as you're walking, um, uh, because you were talking, I'm, I'm assuming on speakerphone and pretty loudly, and uh, you start to pass by someone who looks like they're about your age, and uh, they say, "Oh, I, I actually just called an Uber. Um, it's taking me to the shelter, the animal shelter. But you know, if you want to come with me after that, you can use the Uber." Oh, you seem wait, like you're really in a panic. I am. Wait, so the shelter's right next to where I work, actually. Right. In the it is. You work next door yeah. from it. Do you work for Mr. Twilliger? I, I do work for Mr. Twilliger. Yeah. Who are should, you? What's your name? We, uh, my name is uh, Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Well, it's so great yeah. to meet you. That, oh my God, you'll literally save my life. I was going to go risk risk my lungs and I have asthma, so I really can't do that. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I, I was already taking the Uber to the animal shelter. So if you work next door for Mr. Twilliger, just jump, just come in with me. It'll be here in oh. one minute. Thank you, Jennifer. You're a lifesaver. Okay. No All right. Problem. And I, I, I squat down next to Jennifer. Uh, I think Jennifer is doing her makeup. I feel like mm. Jennifer has pulled out a compact and is just. So uh, why are you headed to the shelter today? Oh, they're having a big adoption event today. Oh, I'm going to try to get a hamster. Heard about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's many great. animals in need. And I just feel like we should all do our part. Yeah. I, you know, I would, but my apartment doesn't allow cats. But hey, the landlord's selling the place. The rules might change. <gasps> really? Well, if they're selling yeah. the place, I, I, the new person might not even know what the rules are. You could probably sneak a few in. Uh, I know, but I really can't risk getting evicted. It, it, the rent's dirt cheap. I don't think I could find another place like that in New York. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Unless, is it rent controlled? Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh. I was just say that that uh, the Uber car pulls up. Uh, well, a car pulls up, I suppose, and it's got one of the the Uber stickers on the back, um, and it uh, turns down the street and. Uh, it's on the other side of the street. So, you know, you're, you're on this side and it's mm -hmm. going this way and it just kind of swerves over to pick you up. Oh, that's gotta be Uber for Jennifer, eh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cl climb on in. Okay. All right. Do you want to sit here? You can have the front, you know, I'll sit in the back too here. And I just 
awkwardly sort of scoot into the back seat of oh, Uber thank you. and allow room for Jennifer. Thank you. I don't like sitting in the front seat, so thank you so much. Yeah, it's so it's kind of awkward sometimes, it's right? Fair. Especially if the driver's a creep. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm where are y'all headed? Oh, the animal shelter. They're having a big adoption event today. You could stay and check one out unless you have another customer, but we should all do our part and adopt animals when we can. <laughs> uh, sure. Just kind of looks looks at you kind of funny through the rearview mirror. Um, very slowly checks. All right. Pulls out and is plodding along very slowly. Uh, is it going the speed limit? Are they going the speed limit or is it really slow? It is. It's going really slow. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, excuse me. I don't want to be like a nag or anything, but do you think you could like maybe drive closer to the speed limit? I'm just I'm just late for work. Oh, are you in a hurry, son? Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. You should have said so. Um, and then he starts going much faster. <laughs> okay. Start speeding. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Uh, you think you think you saw him blow through a red light? You're not sure. <laughs> oh no! Wow. Oh, is this okay? We to... We'll, we'll yeah. get you there as fast as we can. Don't worry. Oh, I don't know that we need to run. Remember, five light. stars. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay wow. with this? Do you get car sick? I'm. I'm like. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. And I'm like trying. I'm like. <clears throat> okay. And then you see the flashing lights in the back. No. Oh. oh no, I think you're I think we're getting pulled over. Starts muttering to himself. I feel like this is swearing under his time. breath, pulls over to the side. Uh hey Jennifer, can I look at the 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 map of the Uber real real fast on your phone? Oh sure, of course. Here we go. I check it. How far away are we? Like, could I make it on foot with like how much he's sped? <laughs> Ooh, should we say we're halfway there? Halfway. Good. Okay. Okay. I say, I'm there. so sorry, Jennifer. I have to, I can't get fired. I'll see you at the shelter. Okay. Yes. Just, oh, here, uh, here's a flyer. Will you come by when you're done with your shift? Uh, yeah. And I surreptitiously okay. checked the back to see if she, she wrote her number on it. She did write her number on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I folded it up. I put it in my back pocket with like uh, the rip of my ripped jeans and I, I book it out of there as like the cop car pulls up and I go, I'm sorry here. Uh, uh, I'll Venmo you a tip. I'll, I'll Venmo you the split of the, thank you. And I slam the door shut and I start running to the Starbucks where I work. I like, it was the MILF shirt that really won her over. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking <laughs> the same thing that it was the MILF shirt. Jennifer was like, so uh yeah you get you get another message um that says uh that just it's just three question marks and i just text back from sally running through the door now and i'm like dragging it out as long as i can as i'm like (laughs) pulling up to like you know the hill that the starbucks is on buffing it up the hill uh, like past the parking lot if i if i can make it there without any other obstacles and i'm like heading for the door of the starbucks the employee door employed her um so i think you have since it's next door i think you have to pass the animal shelter mm. to get okay. there and at, and they're having a big event and so there's balloons and there's you know streamers and a sign and um out in front are just a bunch of those pins that have different animals in them. Um, and there are two like shelter employees 
at the end near the Starbucks door employee entrance um, that are that are standing there talking to people. And as you run up, they kind of they have clipboards and everything and they they kind of very nicely kind of step in your way. Oh, excuse me. Do you do you have just a second? Oh, uh, gosh, I, I'm so sorry. I know about this event and I pull out the flyer, but I show like the, the, the side with Jennifer's number by accident. I know about this event. I'm I'll be after my shifts. I'll, I'll I'll come. I promise. Promise. I'm starting to like backwards walk away if I can. Yeah, I think I think they're like, OK, thanks. Well, do you do you work here? I do. At the at Starbucks. The Starbucks. Yeah. For Mr. Tulliger? Yes, Mr. Tulliger. Oh, yeah. The nicest man. OK, we'll see you after your shift. Yep, you got it. Not that nice. I say under my breath as I like, okay, <laughs> to the employee door. Oh boy, Jeremy. Uh oh yeah. Um uh so you get inside um and you see there's I mean as usual there's a there's a long line. Uh Sally is Sally's working the register and Mr. Twilliger's on bar, um, which you know is not a good sign. I messed up. Yeah. He never comes out of the office. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I go and I like pull on my apron, you know, like I'm like making it in through the back, like the green apron. And I'm like, sorry, 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 sorry. Here. Hey, I can, I can make that. I can make that next order. Um, he just, uh, he just gives you a look. Um, and says, come see me in my office after work and walks away. Yes, Mr. <clears throat> Tolicker. Uh, I mutter, as he like, <laughs> walks away. <clears throat> hey, Sally, so sorry you got stuck in the trenches with the morning coffee crowd. I'm, <sighs> thanks so much for covering for me. I swear it's been the craziest morning. I mean, second craziest by grandma, you know, with a week ago. But anyway, how are you? Uh. And she just kind of laughs to herself, kind of smiles. She sees that she saw the, the milk shirt you were wearing, laughs and smiles, <laughs> shakes her head, goes back to taking the next order. All the, right. the, the person um, that's placing their order next places an order that is no fewer than 20 instructions, right? They know the temperature they want, the two pumps of this, right? They're, they're giving you a bunch of orders, but... Um, the person who's with them has a flyer. <laughs> I wonder what the objective is from the angel. <laughs> I know we're running up on time, so yeah. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I like it. I'm still trying to figure out what the devil's objective is, so I can so I can give Tony a meaningful choice. I'm trying to trying to suss it out. Oh yeah, okay. do you want to try? Do you want to give um, Tony another scene, Jeremy, and then Connie can make like an informed voice. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea how I'm going to get Tony. <laughs> I'm, I'm at about that point of throwing in the towel. <laughs> no! Wait, now's the time to bring in the yes. big guns. Like, yes. To really um, just like, whatever you want. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't even know. Um, I'm, I'm terrible coming up with something. I'm, everything's looking at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not looking, look, I'm looking <laughs> away, Jeremy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm at a loss. You can throw in the can towel sorted, if you oh, want. That's, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that uh, the, I think that, that two, two police officers walk through the, walk through the door. Okay. They walk, they walk okay. through the door. Um, 
I like the uh, take, taking a, a piece of advice from the chat. Two police officers walk through the door and say, um, excuse me, is Tony, what's your last name? Actually, uh, Tony, let's do Tony Song. Tony Song. Okay. Is, uh, is uh, Tony Song here? Uh, yeah. Why? That's me. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that we've, we've got a warrant here and we're, we're going to have to take, we're going to have to take you, uh, downtown for some questions. Wait, is this because I stiffed the Uber bill? Listen, I'm so sorry. I was just late for work and I was going to Venmo Jennifer and. Nope. Uh, they kind of, they kind of give each other a look and then say, this is, this is much more serious than that. I'm afraid, uh. You you might want to you might want to think about contacting your lawyer. Um, what? And so they say you're gonna have to come with us. Uh, and so they are okay. you gonna go with them or? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, uh, one sec. I I turn to Sally. Like, is Sally taking this? <laughs> Sally looks. She looked surprised when they first asked about you, but then she's like. <laughs> this checks out. Yeah, <laughs> this seems Sally's accurate. Sally's not what it looks like. I don't know what this is about, uh, Mister Tuliger. The cops have a warrant for my arrest. I, oh, well, you could yeah. fire me later, please. Uh, okay, uh, I take. I think I forget to take the apron off because I'm in, sh in shock, Fair. and I like I so, leave the store with the cops. They yeah. So they lead you. They lead you out to the car. Um, they sit you mm -hmm. down. Uh, and it's, it's an unmarked, it's an unmarked car. There, there, there must be detectives or something. Um, they sit you down in the back and then one of them says, uh, gosh, I really frappuccinos. I'm sorry. You get, you come here and you get a craving. We'll be right back. And so the two of them walk off to go, to go get a frappuccino. <laughs> okay. Nice. Are the keys... Are the keys in the ignition? They are. Well, they're not in the ignition. They're not that. They're not that. Uh, they're they're just sitting on the seat. They're not that irresponsible. They're sitting on the seat oh, right there. Oh my to god! The, next to the handcuffs. Just want to say that before Tony sees the keys on the car, which which they will definitely see. Fair. Uh, their their line of sight passes by this cage, and sitting in this cage are five kittens with big big eyes. And their little paws up. Oh, okay. Okay, Tony. And I think something in Tony breaks. And Tony's <laughs> going to very calmly exit the vehicle, pick up the cage of the five kittens, put the kittens in the back of the car, open the driver's seat, pick up the keys of the ignition, and start the cruiser, and <laughs> like out of there with the kittens, like in tow. Love it. <laughs> well done. I I think that means Jeremy wins. I don't know. I think that I think that means that uh, we both win. I think that Tony managed to do both. Yeah. I mean, so mine, Connie, was to adopt a litter of kittens. I don't know if that was a legal adoption, but wait. And then out the window, you see like adoption papers fly out uh, as I'm like, <laughs> filling them by hand. <laughs> I throw them back. I love it's it. It's a draw. <laughs> Yay. 
Oh my god, oh, that was so much fun. That's <laughs> such a fantastic game, Connie. I'm absolutely gonna oh play gosh. this with my table. That's that yeah. is a fantastic game, everyone. You should play it. So fun. Oh, uh, y'all were so good. I was like, <laughs> I was like, th- this is such a wacky way to start Tony's morning, and I'm so glad I had such <laughs> lovely GMs to throw stuff at me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right that that was um every <laughs> the audience couldn't see this but i was just laughing my ass off i was just like i was trying very hard not to wheeze into the mic even though the the live feed couldn't hear me it was so good <laughs> so good um okay uh with that uh we have completed our first game halo and horns written by our wonderful guest connie uh we're now going to take a very quick break to sort of you know stretch ourselves all of that as well as to change over for our next game which i will be running and was written by someone over here another co-host our wonderful jeremy uh so yeah join us in a bit we're going to take a short break and we'll be back to play stakes and strategies uh yeah so um uh do the things and awkward ending anyways yeah we will be right back see (laughs) y'all Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Their Super Geek. I'm Mariam, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kristen and Jeremy, and our wonderful guest, Gani. We just played Halo and Horns, which is a wonderful micro RPG uh, improv game for two GMs and a player where it's an angel and a devil trying to win a mortal over. And in our particular version, we basically had kittens versus Grand Theft Auto, and the end was just kind of a little bit of both i think (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so if you um uh if you want to check out that game we'll put the links in our chat and if you're watching or listening to this as our podcast or vod we'll have the links in our uh video description and show notes uh but for now we're gonna get into our second game which i'm so excited this is our first double feature um and also speaking of first um in uh, their super geek, I will GM a game, and uh, previously we had our other two co-hosts GM sort of a game. Um, uh, so we all GM this game technically. Uh, uh, but yes, I will be GMing our next game, Stakes and Strategy, uh, and uh, this game is also another first, as in it is the first game featured here that is written by one of our wonderful co-hosts, uh, Jeremy. Uh, and a quick overview. Uh, Stakes and Strategies. Uh, Strategy is a lasers and feelings hack that is homage to sort of the teen monster hunter genre like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And um, Jeremy, do you want to quickly go over your thoughts about this game? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Designed to be something you can you can pick up and play uh, pretty easily, pretty quickly. Um, uh, zero, zero to low prep. Um, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Love it, love it, love it. Um, And wanted to be able to play uh, Buffy the Vampire Stories at the drop of a hat with my friends. Um, So I created this. It was the first game I wrote. Um, uh, I just had a hack of lasers and feelings. Um, So uh, pretty narrative heavy, uh, pretty mechanically light. Um, And 
I am excited to give it a try with y'all. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those new to lasers of feeling, lasers and feelings, or its hacks, uh, there's a very quick character creation, which I'll go over in a moment. Uh, and the way the bulk of the game works is you have a d6 that you roll, and um, basically, if you roll, uh, if you there, there, there are two objectives, essentially two things you can do as we're narrating and telling the story. You can either do something that involves using stakes, which in this case means, you, you know, sort of leaning into the supernatural, um, passionate action, you know, using an actual stake, you know, vampires, you know, staking a vampire sort of a thing. Or you can use strategy, which is basically planning things out, doing less about supernatural, more about mundane activities. And um, uh, essentially, if you're trying to do something that is involving stakes, you want to roll low. If you want to use something with strategy, you want to roll high. Um, and as we continue, we'll go over it. Um, there are definitely complications and you get more dice uh, depending on whether it is something to do with your character archetype or your place in the story, as well as I can throw in complications. So if uh, you let me throw in a complication, I will give you an extra die to that role if you're really keen on making that check. Uh, and uh, with that, we will start going quick very quickly into character creation. We did the, do this ahead of time, so it's more of an introduction, but uh, for those curious, um, things that uh, players need to decide is what their archetype is, their age, their place in their story, and also picking their number, um, which is anywhere between a two to five, because we roll a d6 for this game. So let us begin with our characters in play here. Uh, let us start off with our wonderful guest. Uh, please tell us your character. I forgot that was me. Uh, hey, everyone. So, <laughs> Connie, my character is, the, their archetype is witch slash warlock. Uh, they're a teen here at this lovely high school. Uh, and their place in the story is that they're, so their name is Atropos. And I think they've got this like kind of like long black hair, sort of like the grudge a little bit uh, that like goes down like in front of like their chest. And they're always kind of hunched over. They've got real bad posture friends. Um, and they don't carry a book bag, they carry a sack with them, like a leather sack uh, that they just hold in one fist from like class to class. Uh, and they like carry their textbooks, which won't fit in the sack uh, under like their other uh, arm. And they're, uh, you only see like a single exposed eye. And it's always like really wide. It's like black and starting back and forth. And they look really like, like, like malnourished like they only subsist off of like kit kats and monster energy drinks um and they've got like uh similar to the other uh, character i played earlier they've got like dark eye bags uh and they're always sort of like muttering under their breath and they always sit in the back of the class no matter what class it is even if it's gym they're in the back of gym right they're like back of the classroom um atropos uh, they are, if you haven't been able to guess already, they're the spooky weirdo uh, archetype is the one I've homebrewed uh, off of Jeremy's lovely system. And I wrote like an extra thing for their place in the story, which is like they're a member of a secret society. So I was thinking like a coven or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but it might just be them and their like Tumblr friends or something. Uh, so they're like <laughs> sitting in the back currently or wherever this is starting and they're like looking, looking around with that like one exposed eye. So I do have I do have uh, two uh, questions for you. One, okay, 
Is that bag that they use, could it almost double up as, like, a blackjack or something? <laughs> the way they're handling a, it? <laughs> a blackjack? Yeah, like a sap or something. You know, uh, where... I'm not sure what that is. Uh, so it's like a big bludgeony object that you can smack someone to knock them out. <gasps> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mace. For sure. <laughs> like, ooh, and I feel like uh, a tropos could just reach in and pull anything out. <laughs> like like a rubber chicken or like a magic eight ball or like a set of de- tarot cards or the um, the bologna sandwich their mom packed for them <laughs> uh, for lunch or something. Uh, so then my second question would be, uh, what is the name of your uh, coven and what goal do you think they have? Uh, I think the name of this coven is... Uh, the bad feminists uh and their their goal is to like destroy not just like smash but like eviscerate patriarchy specifically they use that word eviscerate patriarchy wonderful uh and then uh you had also said that it it it, like so is this like have you ever met any of the members of the coven or is it like an online group because we are playing modern day so it could totally exclusively online like we have a shared pinterest board that we like add that we add to we always like talk about meeting up but we're all across all over the world it'll be hard to coordinate a meetup yeah there's always like there's always drama in the coven like no doubt (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I would say you probably like you know you're connected with your smartphone or uh, what have Definitely. you. Uh, okay, then next I believe we're gonna we'll, we will go with uh, Jeremy. Please tell us about your character. Yeah. Um, so uh, my character uh, is named uh, Patapo, um, but just goes by Poe. Uh, and uh Poe is uh Poe is a demon um and who is much or is older than I look, much older. Uh I'm uh I think of myself at least as the mentor. Um uh but I'm I'm seeking redemption. So I've I've been around for a long time and I've I've done some shit. Uh and I am trying to trying to make amends um and for some reason i've decided that the best way to do that at this moment is to pose as a high schooler um in the sunny side high uh a lot of a lot of uh things are happening here there's a lot of opportunities to help people out and save them um uh in terms of how i look uh there's two answers to that there's uh how i actually look um which is uh uh like very um like very large like like seven maybe six almost seven feet tall um with three or with two horns and three ears um one gold horn and one silver horn uh and uh slightly um shimmery or sparkly kind of almost metallic looking skin um and uh but then poe uh is uh during the day um or i guess to fit in so that i can pose as a high schooler um i i look like your average jock um jock archetype i uh so i'm always wearing a jersey um or a letterman jacket sometimes the letterman jacket on top of the jersey uh i've got slick back hair but i look like i'm i look like a jock from like the 1950s 
I'm a little confused. So I got like slicked back hair. Um, I'm always talking about like, uh, like, you know, did they get pinned? Um, uh, given my, I want to give my letterman pin to someone. Uh, I, uh, um, usually have food of some kind with me. I'm eating something most of the time. Um, it turns out it takes a lot of human food to fuel, to fuel this. Wow. Yep. Um, so I do have a question since you're seeking redemption, what did you do that needs redemption? I wish it was just one thing. <laughs> but which thing? God, What's your what biggest regret? <laughs> <laughs> um, my biggest regret um, is the time that I spent with uh, there was this there was this group. Um, I fell in with this group of uh, vampires for a little bit. Um, there were a couple demons there, um, and we i mean we we basically treated uh, a town um you know hundreds of years ago treated this town as kind of our our own little personal kingdom um like the the combination of the demons what they could do and the vampires what they could do like it was it was ours we kept we kept it uh, hidden from the rest of the world and we just ruled it um so to speak for years and just no one no one there had the humans there didn't the mortals there didn't have um any self-control that we we took away their will for okay for so it was like a hundred hundreds of years ago yeah okay yeah all right um cool and and now we go to shades please tell us who you are yeah, um, so I'm playing uh, Shades, who is a vampire slayer. Um, wondering how Poe and Shades are going to get along. I guess we'll find out. Um, so my place in the story uh, is Reluctant Hero, which I've kind of tweaked a little bit to be Unlikely Hero. It's like a combo. Um, and Paid Professional Badass. So I think what has happened here is that Shades, um, who's very clever and unique nickname comes from the fact that she always wears sunglasses um is in a DD group at school and one day while walking home was talking about this monster that she took down i mean she rolled like two crits in a row and someone overheard her and thought that she was talking about a monster she had taken down in real life mm -hmm. so she got a job um, as a vampire slayer. Uh, so it was kind of like her tryout. Like she didn't know she was being interviewed for it. Uh, so she kind of fell into this, to this position. Uh, I'm going to say she's been a vampire slayer for just about a year now, uh, is a true teen high school student. And the number I picked is, is five. So very high in, in stakes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, I believe uh, Poe, you also chose a five, and Atropos, you picked a three, which is, I guess, a little more yes. balanced. Balance yeah, it. I'm a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Shades, I have a question for you. Do you know sure. who pays your checks? As yeah, um, so I have met um, them one time. Uh, Mr. Nibbles pays my okay. checks. Yeah, Mr. Nibbles. Uh, definitely their real name, and not at all a pseudonym. 100% real name. <laughs> uh, and 
the other question I guess I would ask is, have you actually slayed a vampire or any monster between your D&D slaying and uh, up to where our story starts? Yeah, uh, so Shades definitely has has slayed a vampire. Um, I mean, it's possible the vampire actually tripped and fell onto the stake, but any counts. I feel like it counts. She's she's got it. <laughs> uh, how did you feel? How did you feel about uh, your first kill? You know, with the viscera and gore, maybe you know all that stuff. Uh, I think Shades has spent so much time talking about it in her games, you know, her RPGs, uh, that she was actually not bothered. You'd think she'd be a little skittish, but that's the one thing she's done well. She didn't get sick. She handled it. I think she handled herself fully well. Okay, wonderful. Uh, Another thing that we all create, and we kind of have talked about this briefly before stream, is we need to create our base of operations. Uh, That means as a group, uh, you all would pick two strengths for what that base is, as well as one problem. Uh, Now, uh, before we describe what the base actually is, and this is something I think we'll decide right here and now, uh, the two strengths that were picked was that there is research materials available, high-tech equipment, and the one problem um, that was there is that it was full of dangerous distractions. Now, given that a lot of the events are going to take place within school, where do you think uh, that base of operations would fit given these two strengths and a problem? Uh, my first thought was like a chem, one of the chemistry labs. Yeah. Oh. I like that. Like the distractions and the equipment. Uh, we could like brew our own potions or make our own stuff. Like, yeah. like our own little yes. workshop or something. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which, uh, works just wonderfully because you, uh, do have a, uh, chemistry, uh, teacher who is very, let's just say more friend than teacher, which, um, is usually good for the students, not very good for the school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, so... Our setting for this game is a wonderful, coastal, sunny place um, somewhere in North America, somewhat fantasy, totally not California or Florida. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, our school name is Sunnyside High School. Uh, It is we are setting the scene for all of you characters. uh, you either already know each other or barely know each other, and it is the first day of school um, as it starts off. Who out of the three of you would arrive first? I think I'd I'd probably be there pretty early. I don't know that I actually leave. <laughs> I think I sleep somewhere there. Uh, I don't know that I sleep. I think I stay somewhere there <laughs> on, on the ground, so... Um, I try not to be the first person as soon as I see anyone else showing up at school. I kind of stroll out. Uh, Yeah, so as you stroll out, um, 
you over you see on like the bulletin board um that there's gonna be a school assembly as soon of just before the first bell will ring and um the assembly notes basically say introducing uh the new principal your chemistry teacher has been promoted to principal of the school um and uh um the previous principal just basically had uh, suddenly retired just out of the blue just retired um uh, and the last few days of the previous school year just was chaos but it was fine because it was the end of school year and over summer it was just decided that um your chemistry uh teacher uh Cersei was such a good uh so good with the students that uh for now the interim um uh, the interim principal will be Cersei uh and she prefers just that one name. There's no surname, just Cersei. Just, I'm Cersei. And um, you see that uh, there are courses being offered uh, for home ec um, and, and electives. And uh, that is run by, uh, you think uh, they're related somehow, cousins maybe, um, by uh, uh, Miss um, Pacifay. And uh, there's uh, those sort of uh, and then you see other sort of curriculars and everything else happening. Uh, that's what you see as people start kind of kind of coming in. And who goes next? Who shows up next? I think Shades will come in next. Uh, yeah. So uh, Shades, how do you enter the high school? Uh, I think Shades has uh their own car. Um, <clears throat> it's an older car. It's like a Chrysler Fifth Avenue. It's super old. Um, it's like a boat, right? And she mm. parks it kind of towards the back because she's a little embarrassed by it. Um, yeah, so she she drives to school. She's old enough to drive. And she just comes in with... Yeah, you're all seniors-ish, if that's what you choose to. This is your last year, your graduating year. Yeah, yeah, so senior year. So, um, I think that's why she shows up second because, you know, she doesn't have an early, an early class, you know, she has like second period. So, uh, she just shows up with her backpack and is kind of strolling through the, through the grass in the main area, just heading to class, no real rush waves at a couple friends. And Atropos, how do you, uh, make your way to school? Uh, my mom pulls up in front of the school in her minivan, uh, and I get out and she's like, like calling after me, like, oh, don't forget that. I'm like, fine, mom. Uh, and I'm just like lugging my sack, you know? And like, I think her mom, like the minivan has like stickers on the back that say like baby on board. And like the little like family (laughs) sticker in the back. And my mom's like very much like a suburban mom, like, oh, uh." and then like I... I make my way into school. It's almost like I'm like a, a charismatic black hole. Like, I think, like, no one pays me any attention. And, like, maybe, like, there's, like, a group of, like, popular girls, like, or or whatever, like, in front of, like, the school gates. Like, at like blocking my way in. And I try to, like, go left, but they move left. And I go right. They move right. They're not even looking at me. It's just, like, pure coincidence. And I just... <sighs> I like sigh in front of these, like... I think they're, like, freshman girls, even though I'm a senior. And I just sigh and I stand there. How'd I wait for them to move? <laughs> now, um, I'm going to say that you all kind of barely, you survive some traumatic event, like of monster supernatural stuff over the summer holidays. 
So you are all... That's how you have your base of operations. You realize you should be together. Like, you should keep an eye out on stuff. Do you all acknowledge each other during school, though? Like, what does... You all eventually kind of spot each other in the hall. What do you all do? I wave very enthusiastically when I see either of them. Um, whoever I see first, uh, uh, maybe maybe I see Atropos um, trying to get around this this group. Um, and you just see a hand like kind of pop up on the other side of them like, Atropos! Atropos. Does that does that scatter the girls? Does that finally make them? Yeah, does that part the sea. <laughs> yep, <laughs> easily because um, there's just uh, with Bo, there's just this energy that makes them a little hesitant, and they start to move. <laughs> they start to be like, "Oh, okay. Well, um, I guess we got to go to assembly now." Um, I heard, I heard our chem teacher is now the principal, <laughs> and they just giggle and they walk off. I go up to Poe gratefully, uh, and I like look up with like that one exposed eye. I say, "Thanks, Poe. I, I didn't want to have a." hex them to get out of the way so you really saved them from a bad ending there what's that about cersei yeah uh i guess we're gonna get the chem lab all to ourselves now that is nice but what happened to principal what was our old principal's name uh our old uh prince your old principal's name was um mr tuliger <laughs> what happened to tuliger uh I, I don't know. He, uh, they they said he retired or something, but uh, that's weird. I really thought that he was going to show up even after he died. That old fart. Uh, yeah. And at that point, you start to hear the bell ring for assembly. And uh, as you're all ushered in, do you all sit together or do you sit like with whatever cliques you might uh, be in? How does that work? Oh, Shades definitely has saved two spots. Oh, nice. <laughs> here, here. Hi. Hi. Hey, Shades. Hi. Hey. Uh, and I, I sidle in and I sit in the middle seat. I saved spots. I think I, when, I, when I see you, I, I toss the football to you. Kind of pull it out. <laughs> to me, Shades, Shades, yes, like, you. Shades um, almost catches it and, like, for a second looks really proud of herself and then it, like, shoots out. You know, over and she's like, I'm so sorry, and runs and chases Wait, it. Wait, maybe maybe it smacks me in the face. Perfect. <laughs> <She's out. laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. And it bounces off uh as it as it smacks Atropos and lands where your previous D D friends are. And they just kinda go like, I don't want to I remember I, us. I, I go over <laughs> to friends. I go over to get it and I'm like, oh hi, I'm gonna I have to sit with them, but um, we'll we'll play after school, right? Yeah, and then Shh. runs oh. runs back over before they can answer. Like, yeah, and they just kind of <laughs> just stare at each other. And at this point, you see uh, your <clears throat> beloved chemistry uh, teacher, Cersei, um, kind of float almost such an 
such grace and effervescence sort of comes over to the podium and there's like a little bit of feedback and um, immediately the dulcet tones come out and says, welcome our new session of students uh, to Sunnyside High. I am so pleased to welcome you all here. And as your new prince and gets cut off as the doors open and this man, a very kind of like properly uh, wears the like a very well tailored suit in like dark blues and says, I'm <clears throat> um, um, sorry about that. Um, yes, thank you so much for your help over the summer interim principal. But um, and sort of somehow scooches your teacher away from the mic and says, um, hello, everyone. Um, uh, I would like to give a big hand to Cersei for taking over uh, your, um, oh, I think, no, that's fine. Uh, the internet is doing some weird things. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, uh, there's, uh, uh, yeah, and says, um, thank you so much for your help over the summer in uh with uh, managing the school and you hear cersei because the microphone for whatever reason is super sensitive it was not meant to be heard by everyone but all the students hear it and it's like well there's not much school in the summer so not like it did have to do anything um and, <laughs> and um this man continues and says um uh, yes, with the help of the school board and our wonderful interim principal, I am glad to welcome you all as the new principal of this wonderful educational institution. I am Principal Wood. Uh, and you see that there's a small, like, label of a creature, of a woodpecker, and um, says, uh, and I will make sure that uh, whatever slack has been slacking over the last few years um, that we pick it up and to make sure that there is no accidents at the school or, uh, you know, um, uh, sudden, you know, like no more lackadaisical. We are uh, very, very, very concerned about the care of our students and just to give a bat if this was a tv show previous episodes have included various forms of things that why are they happening in this high school um <laughs> and uh kind of a, you know to put it in context and says um well if you have any problems or issues or concern please come see me or our interim vice principal cersei and cersei's face looks like if looks could kill would would be ash um can i do something risky yes you may okay well this i'm just gonna do my witchy i'm gonna do a witchy insight check basically uh, while this <laughs> whole thing has been happening I, uh, like both of like my friends are gonna see a tropo start to mutter darkly as i dig through my bag and i literally start casting a spell okay right? like, so <laughs> i think assembly. this is definitely a stakes check um so <laughs> no! you get okay fine 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 <laughs> okay, <please. laughs> 
So because this is this is something that is a little uh, super witchy. Uh, so you get one dice just to do it. And then because okay. it is your archetype and you're casting a spell, you get one more. And yes. uh, with your nice. place in the story, I would say you could get one more. And you could nice. get a fourth dice if you are really, really concerned by letting me add a complication. I will just roll three. I think three okay. is pretty good. And I'm trying right. to roll my number. Yeah. Or uh, you are trying to, if you roll your number exactly, there's a very cool thing where you get extra info and you get to do some stuff. But mm. for stakes, you want to roll under your number. Under. My yeah. number's a three. Yeah. So I want to roll. Yeah. Oof. Okay. I'll roll under a three. It's yeah. pretty good odds. I got a five, a two, and a three. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so if you roll your number exactly, the die roll fails, but there's a couple of things. You've developed a stake strategy. You've, you have a realization of how to use your stake strategically or just incorporate <laughs> more stakes into your strategy. You get to ask me a couple of questions. And then once I answer your question, you just you can decide to change your action. And then you can either re-roll all your dice or keep your initial roll. Okay. The question I want to ask is what are the specifics around what Principal Wood is referring to in terms of Cersei helping him over the summer? Uh, okay. So... You I want imagine. the bones I'm rolling to give me the answer. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally rolling knuckle bones like onto the ground. Like, oh shit, sorry. And I'll like get down on the ground and I start searching for them so I can read them. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you know that there has been lots of weird accidents, people missing, uh, some occasionally tragically showing up dead and also not just like dying naturally, just weird things. Um, and uh you're pretty sure, given the look that Cersei's giving Principal Wood, that that was just um, a lip service, and this is a very sudden change that has happened, and it looks like Cersei was supposed to be the principal, and now isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that role, then, I think. Okay. Okay. And uh, I will relay this in like hushed tones to my companions as I like, gather up the knuckle bones and I basically say all this back in like my muttered voice. So you do actually have one success out of those three, right? Because you had a five, a one, and a three? I had a two, a three, oh, two. and a five. Yeah, two. Yeah, so that's still one success. And so you mm -hmm. barely managed to kind of not call attention to yourself. <laughs> although there is a bit of like... Okay. Uh, the both Cersei and the principal turning in somewhat your direction. You just go, you just go okay. down immediately. Like, That's fine. Um, so yeah, you get the, that there's some drama happening, and given how weird this high school is, and a lot of supernatural things have been happening, that this is some power struggle that people are not happy with. There's something. You, there's everybody kind of feels like Cersei. There might be something about her, but nobody's questioned it. Um, and uh, and Principal Wood coming into this seems like a bad idea. In fact, uh, I would say you've heard that uh, Principal Wood is very conservative and all about sort of you know kids go kids first and um, especially shades. You know that kind of like the satanic panic is like thinking of not encouraging clubs that are um like fantasy and magic game based 
So it, with Principal Wood here, your club might not get any funding to work or to have after school. It's not been official, but it's just like you've heard that there's this, you know, a lot of parents are very happy with uh, Principal Wood becoming principal. Mm. So that's the information that you have uh, if you want Connie, to. Do you, re do you relay that to us? Yes, yes. Well, okay. yeah, I say all of this in like my muttered, like hushed yeah. tone. I say everything I discover through the knuckle bones. I'm like, this phalangy says that there's a power struggle. And oh, oh, this joint bone here says that there's something <laughs> weird and conservative going on. Yeah, when the joint bone is rolled like that, that means he's a Republican. Uh, if it rolled the other way, it would mean he's a leftist. But no. And I like put all the bones back into my oh. pouch as I relay this info. This is really bad news. He could stop the D&D &D club. <laughs> what? That's awful. You love D&D. Do. Personally, I prefer a more narrative-driven system. Look, like look I try to include more narrative. I agree with you. It's not the perfect system. <laughs> we play other games too. <laughs> <laughs> we play indie games as well in this club. <laughs> we played Halos and Horns just through their night. It's a fantastic game. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone should buy it off of itch for only three dollars. There's not a community copy. I hear the writer's very generous about that. At this point, he hears the bell ring. Always play the horns for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. You've you've got so many of them. <laughs> and and, and as the Go bells ahead. ring and the students are kind of ushered out, um, you see Principal Wood being by the entrance where the students are leaving, and yeah. says. Uh, uh, sort of stops the three of you for very different reasons and says, all right, you there, you look very witchy. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to, um, you know, you know, write of religion and all of that, but like, uh, just saying there's a student, uh, do you have your student's handbook where, you know, you, your hair should not co be covering your face like that and starts doing a whole bunch of like really, um, sort of like dress code things you get stopped for dress code uh and um Bo you get stopped for um I'm pretty sure cosplay is not allowed and sort of like starts poking at your horns <laughs> and um uh you shades is like um if you are not outside it is not appropriate for you to wear your sunglasses it is quite rude so you all three get stopped for various like Code, dress code um so do you comply like right then or do you sort of talk back or anything of that sort? shades immediately argue immediately argues <laughs> uh i have light sensitivity and can get migraines so i have to wear these also these neon lights are not good for us we should change to a softer bulb uh noted uh but uh i would like to see your doctor i will let you go this time but i would like to see your doctor's note next time i see these glasses here i will bring you a doctor's note tomorrow and my friends and i will be on our way and shades <laughs> tries to like link arms and like leave with the group remember you know students that are well dressed succeed the best Okay, thanks, Principal Wood. Ugh, this God, this is the worst. Do you guys want to like ran like go through his office after school and see if he's hiding anything? Yes, I one hundred percent want to go through his office. Do we have to wait till after school? 
Uh, yeah, you probably do. Uh, however, you do have classes, and one of them being uh, chemistry. And uh, you see Cersei also... Cersei not just teaches chemistry, but also teaches uh, biology. Uh, and sort of il some of the electives are animal husbandry. As you see, there are multiple little small cages with small animals of hamsters. Um, and you notice there's a new hamster from last some like when you ended there was like four now there's five of them uh, and uh, the fifth one is like incredibly kind of cute and there's a pattern on uh, on like like it's like brown it's like brown white and uh, sort of like this golden color that's almost a little greenish and it forms like a small little uh the pattern is like really odd it's like it's forming this picture of like a mermaid in a circle oh on the is it on the back of the hamster yeah okay wait like like the starbucks symbol yep <laughs> oh. i didn't even catch that i could catch connie <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was thinking about the hamster's design i <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this, I'm sorry, is this in our class or are we passing by the class and seeing this? Uh, no, this is your class. And after Cersei kind of writes down a couple of things on the board, says, I have to take care of some administrative things. So you all know what to do and just walks off, leaving oh, okay. you all mostly uh, unattended for the rest, which is probably one of the reasons why weird shit happens, because there's really <laughs> no supervision in this chemistry lab. Yeah. Uh, Shades immediately goes over to the hamster cage and picks up the new hamster. I'd like and to just, make friends with it. Yep, just squeaks. Um, hey. Do you want to roll the dice to see if you can make friends? <gasps> I do! Risky action? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Only with corporate hamsters. <laughs> Risky. How? So for me to tell you whether this is a stakes or strategy, how are you trying to befriend this new hamster? I mean, I don't know if this is the best way, but I think uh, Shades definitely is going to talk in like a bit of a baby voice to it. Like, oh, you're so cute. So just very it's more of a strategy, I would say. Sure. Um, uh, which means you need to roll over your number. That's great. I have a five. It's fine. Um. <laughs> uh, and I would say um, you could try to convince me to get more dice, but I don't feel your place and story or archetype quite match. No, and I'm actually I'm completely fine rolling one dice uh, because she walked over and just picked up an animal. She doesn't know and held it close to her face. This is, I mean, come on. Okay. So I'll roll, I'll roll one and we'll see what happens. All right. A three. A three. All right. So you do not succeed. And uh, yeah, this hamster just nips you like because you were like getting up to its face and you were like, oh, so cute, so cute. Just nips you in the nose really hard. You're going to have some some marks and just yeah. falls away and kind of crawls like runs away and crawls over somewhere where you didn't quite follow where they went. So there's now a missing hamster. Oh, is the classroom door open or closed? Uh, the door was open. Just okay. Yeah, I go back. I go back to where I. I assume there's a huge sitting. squeal as everybody hears this happen, <laughs> and also I imagine pain as you get nipped on the nose. 
Yeah, pain, except we're in high school. And so embarrassment typically takes over pain. And so instead of making any noise, she just kind of like drops her head and walks back to the table and is like, I didn't make friends with the hamster. You're you're bleeding. Wait. I, Shades, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so why do you why do you humans always think that other creatures are gonna speak the same language as you? Because they're cute. Just, Bo. Yeah. Because they're cute. I mean, I didn't think it was gonna say hi to me. I just thought maybe it would be my friend and it would be the fourth member of our group and I could put a jacket on it later if it wanted that. It was a mistake. Here. Yeah. Stop that bleeding. This, these are some herbs I foraged yeah. in my oh. mom's herb garden here. Thanks. Do I, just rub, <laughs> I, do I just rub them? She's already rubbing them on her nose. Is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm supposed to chew them up and smear them over the open wound like a poultice. Oh, that doesn't sound. I'm just going to rub them. This is working. I, I feel I, much I would... better. I would actually really love to throw in another wrench in the works. Um, Do, please do. uh, I would say since these are your herbs, you get to roll them. Uh, Tropos of, are they what they actually are? And will they, uh, but I will say that because you are a witchy thing, the witchy person, it would be completely within. uh, So you get one extra dice to that. If you want me to throw in a complication, I can give you another. And this would be Uh, a, uh, another stakes. Stakes. Okay, so I want to roll under three. Yes. That's two dice, right? Yes. I have one success. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are these are healing healing herbs. They're probably not as effective as uh, had you followed the directions exactly, but they will do the trick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Uh, I, I lean into the rest of my party and I says, anyone want to follow Cersei? I wonder what the administrative oh. matters she's tending to are. Yeah. Poe, what do you think? Uh, I'm torn between following Cersei and trying to follow the hamster. <laughs> but we might have better luck following Cersei. Maybe all roads yeah. lead to Rome, Poe. <laughs> <laughs> the the door um, is open, and I think the hamster might have left. We can look. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why, uh, why, why don't we try to follow Cersei? Um, but uh, we we don't want to get seen out in the hallway. Um, so maybe I can. Uh, uh, Ma- magic us uh, us up some uh some some invisibility or some something distraction yeah. i don't know something so they won't right. see us all right uh bo you gotta yeah. roll me another stakes poe do you have a cape yes. of, invi- of invisibility because that would be <laughs> amazing um let's see if i can make your cape make you invisible i just assume you're wearing a cape i am now um, darn right shape <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, which you were cited on by Principal Wood of like, <laughs> of course I was an unprofessional cape. <laughs> and and I I think that this is I mean I'm using my demon magic to do this. Yeah, right? so you get one more, and okay. uh, yeah, by helping, and I'm doing it to to bring them in. Like I'm trying to, to to usher them to keep them safe. This is me being a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's my, oh, five. Uh, I got two successes. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that was, it goes off without a hitch, and you just easily just, like, poop. All three of you um, uh, are invisible. Nice. I assume you do it somewhere maybe where you don't disappear in the middle of the class, where the other students are. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, you are free to follow in any direction. And you notice that there are uh, hall monitors uh and distributed uh they are uh they have been they have gotten the nickname over time as the harpies oh. uh because they keep harping on about how you're not supposed to be here there it is love it uh and uh you easily bypass them and you noticed a small furry you know, <laughs> small furry little ball kind of just squeaking and trying to head towards the principal's office. Yeah. Um, I, oh, there's the hamster. I, I don't, I shouldn't be the one, though. To, to I got it. Oh. Here, hamster, hamster, hamster. And I reach into my pouch and I take out some like uh, graham cracker sprinkles and I just sprinkle it on the ground like a babushka trying to feed pigeons <laughs> in a park. Here, <laughs> hamster, hamster, hamster. Uh, yeah, so uh, the hamster just kind of does a little <laughs> sniffs, <laughs> turns around and starts following the trail and then disappears I... as you pick. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I stuff it in my bag. Right, and I, I cinch the neck of the bag. And you hear a little so squeal, like, uh, you know, you I, <laughs> I just have to make sure it doesn't escape. It'll be fine. There's nothing harmful in there, except for Nightshade. Well, <laughs> Nightshade sounds dangerous. Oh, don't worry, it's just a little bit. It's all bunched up at the bottom. Bunched yeah. up, like, like ready for the hamster to, to eat. Oh, shit. Uh, and I, I pull it <laughs> open, and I'm like, get it out, get it out. I'd say it's fast uh, enough. I'm not going to make you do another roll. Okay. Shades <laughs> definitely jumps back and puts her hands up and looks at Poe. Like, I'm not stick. The hamster already bit my nose. And it's just like squeaking, I, I like, just... like indignant squeaking of like, how dare you? How dare? <laughs> so I, I, I definitely just pick, pick up the hamster and just start kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Is anything you, the hamster? Uh, what are you trying to do with the with the incantation? I'm just trying to tell. I'm just trying to tell him that everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> but I'm just I'm doing it in a different language. Yeah, <laughs> in a and demonic language. It, it's it's the it's like it's the lingua franca of demons. Uh, do you would you like to roll another stakes to see? <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I love that all of our rolls are about this hamster. <laughs> That's it. That's a story. It's about this hamster. It's about this hamster. <laughs> How many dice am I rolling? Um, I would say at least two. Uh, if you would let it, it, you could try to convince me for one more dice. Two is fine. Uh, I got a one and a five, so I got a stake strategy. Ooh, yes. You can ask me a question, which is probably good because. Uh, what do what do what do I make of this symbol on the back, or what what do I make of this? Like, does this hamster? I guess yeah. Would, does this hamster feel seem like a normal hamster? Does it seem? What do I make? No, of this? this is some uh, poor mortal who has been turned into a hamster. Oh my god! Oh no! I I want to re-roll with that information. I hope it's not too. 
I, I still got one success. So. Yeah. Okay. So because this is not an ordinary hamster and has very much been influenced, turned by magic or something or another, mm-hmm. um, this hamster just comes down and just is like now absolutely petrified, which is one way of keeping him calm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it worked. What's uh what's up with this hamster, Poe? Uh oh yeah. Uh this isn't a hamster. Is it a guinea pig? Sometimes I confuse. It's two. a shrew, isn't it? This is uh this is I, I I think it might be one of our classmates. I don't know. It's it's uh it's a human. What? It's a, a human? Per- yeah, I've seen a I've person? seen this before. It yeah. Who who is it? Well, I mean, will the hamster tell you? Uh they're not talking to me anymore. Oh. And you feel um, a little bit human, of wet. Humans don't love when you talk. <laughs> At this point. Humans don't love it when you talk to them as demons. So, yeah. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Well, and maybe I can turn them back and then they can tell us what's going on. Yeah. Do you know a spell to turn them back? I, I kind of want to know who they are. What if it's someone who's mean to us? Then we don't. Well, then I'll just turn them right back into a hamster. Don't worry about a shit. <laughs> okay, let's do this. You might be uh, able to break a hex. It might be really, really difficult to reverse it. Okay, okay that's fine. Um, so this is this is 100% stakes. Uh, I, w- I will, rec- because this is a big magic sort of a thing, I would need at least two successes. However, I will okay. make this a group if you want help yeah. and uh, to increase Please the thing. Please help me. Yes, um, of course. Uh, with whoever is able to conjure magic, um, I'm going to say it's at least uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, so oh. as as a witch, you get one. Um, you get one for basically being a spooky witch. Uh, mm-hmm. The secret coven doesn't quite apply here, but you know, again, friends, um, uh, whoever's helping, I can also tell you what dice you get. Yeah, I'll definitely help. All right, so then you get to add one more dice, uh, as in you okay. get to roll a die, as um, okay. and because you are a reluctant hero and a paid professional badass, um, <laughs> I will uh, I will allow you to get two more dice to that, especially with the whole D and D nerd thing. I will. Okay. So you get three, um, and Connie, you get two to roll. Okay, so I'm trying to I'm roll gonna... under three. And Shades is trying to roll under five? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to stand back and get ready to punch someone or something if it turns out I was wrong and it's not a human or if it's someone we don't like. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for this. I'll take him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll see if you can reverse this, uh, whatever has been cast on this um, poor hamster. Is it stakes? Uh, stakes, yes. You are so both rolling roll under my five, right? Yes. Okay. I got one success. Okay. I got two successes. Yeah, so with three or more, you get a critical success. And did any of you roll your number as part of the no, roll? No, okay. I rolled two threes. I rolled Connie's number. Okay, so describe to me <laughs> describe to me how you cast the spell, and I will tell you the result after you okay. have cast it. Uh, so the hamster is still visible, right? It's just the three of us that are yeah, invisible, yeah. so oh, it looks like it's floating. And where are you all when this happens? I imagine out of your definitely in the hallway. Uh, yeah, out of oh, out of <laughs> eyesight of the harpies, hopefully. Yeah, like around the corner. Yeah, around the corner. Okay. Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay. If you say so. Next to a water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next to a water fountain. I, I, yes. Okay. 
I place the hamster in the water fountain and I instruct Shades, who's helping me, yeah. uh, to continuously push down the water. Oh, like we this. need running water for transformation magic to work. Okay. It's hitting it in the face. Is that. It's fine. It's okay. okay. Uh, and there's like this little gurgling <laughs> happening. Oh, God. We're waterboarding at a party. <laughs> I think when okay, I think I push it up just a little bit so it's hitting its chest. Okay, sorry. And um, as you cast do this incantations, you see suddenly a little kind of aura coming out, and um, suddenly this hamster is like getting bright, and you can barely see like you know the eyes close, um, special effects, you know, TV show thing, and suddenly you. <laughs> hear the water fountain crack and fall under the weight of Mr. Tuliger in their <laughs> birthday suit. Oh, he's naked! Oh! <laughs> and oh, goes like, to process this! <laughs> oh my goodness! Ah! Like, and, and there's modesty sort of covering, you know, in the, yeah. in the cinematic <laughs> thing, but just sort of like, what am I doing here? And who are you? And what happened? What happened? Oh, I think Shades takes off her cape of, of invisibility and uh, <laughs> tosses it over Mr. Twilliger. Uh, just yeah. his nether regions, though. So he's like a yes. floating old man. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Just, just the legs and lower region. <laughs> yep. I'm still sitting there with my fists up, like uh, yeah. looking at the two of you. Like I'm, I'm trying to decide, is this someone? Oh, no. Oh, no, don't knock him out. That's oh, no, don't. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Principal okay. Twilliger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Principal Tulliger, what happened? I, I don't know. I was, uh, last I remember, I was at a meeting where the, where the, you know, uh, what is it? Um, a hundred moms were basically saying I needed to, uh, I needed to do something about all the accidents that were happening in school and all the, uh, witches or anyways, there being a PTA on... meeting. Yeah, oh. and 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 then they said that if I didn't step down or if I didn't do something about it, um, um, they would find they would make me go down and they would pick someone who would fit this much better. And well, they did. Uh, they did that. They picked someone. They picked someone new, but they told us you retired. Uh, and then the last thing I remember, I was talking to. Uh, Cersei. Um, I mean, a guy in a suit. Sorry, a guy in a suit. Yeah, and then there was also, oh, it's so fuzzy. Next, I mean, wait, is it September already? Yeah, Yeah. sort of first day of school. Oh, oh no! Why? Uh, They must have really drugged my. You were a hamster until like a minute ago. A hamster. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you bit me. You, you bit Shade's face. You bit me right here on the. You bit my face. Yeah. Please, 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 please. Um, I please do not tell your parents about that. I don't want to be fired, and then the police will have something about biting a minor. Just you know, just. Hmm. just we'll revisit that later. Do you need some water? Uh, and looks at the broken fountain. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah um i'm going to go find my 
explodes and kind of starts oh, walking okay. away. <laughs> well, but, but Principal Tuliker, what did the moms want? What was their end game? What nefarious <sighs> deeds were they trying to actualize? Uh, I, I mean, you know, not everything's a game. I know you really like playing the well, games, if you, but if you um, can't remember, I'll remember for you. And I press, <laughs> I, I, I press my thumb against his head and I try to read his memory. All right, yes. this is a stakes of the meeting. <laughs> yep, uh, stakes yes. roll. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give you three dice for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Okay, that is two successes. Three successes. That is yeah. three yeah. successes. Uh, yep. All right. Wonderful. So you literally kind of go in and search for the memories. You see that PTA meeting with 100 moms, um, and only 10 of them were there, but the their, their <laughs> group was called 100 moms. And um, they're just like, you know, just think of the most um, waspy people you can think of um, sitting there and sort of saying you know it's not right that um, I, I heard I heard that uh, my child started playing magic in school and now is spending all their magic on these cards or something so all their money on cards and they're not studying <laughs> and their grades are so bad and and various versions of those um, and <laughs> And uh, the principal's like, yes, but those are perfectly fine extracurricular activities. At least they're not using drugs. Um, and and um, says, well, I heard um, there's a new uh, there's a new school board member, uh, Principal Wood. Uh, sorry, sorry, not Mr. Wood, who said that um, the teachers are encouraging too many of these things, and we need to fix this. And especially, uh, are the chemistry teacher? I mean, have you seen what she wears? Do you know how much cleavage is coming out of that? And like making other sort of remarks, and um, and they basically were saying sack Cersei or we're going to replace you and then um, Principal Wood uh, sorry Principal uh, Tuliger agrees reluctantly because like oh, I can find another teacher it's fine and is heading into the hallway and uh, uh, is speaks to Cersei and Cersei looks very upset and is just leaving and that's when there's sort of like a haze and Suddenly, you see the floor on, and Cersei kind of picking up uh, Tuliger and being like, "Ah, I guess you'll be a new. Uh, you'll uh, help the students learn about animal husbandry," and puts it in the cage with other similar, the other four that were there, and uh, walks wow. away. And that's when the memory fades. <gasps> and okay? I tell my friends everything. <gasps> yes, it's fine. It's just it's it's horrible being inside a man's head. It's just awful. It, uh, yeah, I bet. And I I tell both of them everything, like down to the to the nostril hair on like the PTA mom in front, you know, like every little detail. And uh, you can overhear as you're quickly discussing this. You can overhear two very loud voices happen, uh, like almost sort of yelling at each other at the principal's office. You have a little bit of time because plot, but just letting you know <laughs> that you hear a very female voice and a very male yeah. voice arguing in the principal's office. You're still like oh. a a hall and a half a hall away away from okay. um, the office. That that's got to be Cersei. Principal Wood. Uh, Principal Tuliger, why don't you get some clothes? 
And Doolittle's right on left. Show anyone. Okay, he's gone. He's out of there. As soon as you released, Whoa. just was like, yeah. I did not touch you, just to be very clear. <laughs> and just walks off. Bo, <laughs> what do we do? Uh, I mean, I just kind of just gesture and point in the direction of the um, the sounds. And I'm like, I, so I'm, I, again, I'm torn. Do we, 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 Cersei is turning, is turning people into to hamsters, but Principal Wood is trying to take away our extracurriculars. Yeah, I don't know which one of them is worse. I'm with Cersei. I mean, as long as all the people she's turning into hamsters are like shitty old men, I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm okay That's with that. Okay. Pro, pro hamster of hamsterification. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, okay, so we go help her. So we go help Cersei turn Principal Wood into a hamster. <laughs> We're, we're good. That's our objective. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're head. I'm guessing you're heading towards the principal's office. Yes. Hell yeah. yes. Uh, so as you go, you see the door is locked, um, which I uh, I would say it it would it would take a risky roll to figure out how to <laughs> crack that lock. <laughs> I try to charge into it. <gasps> all right yeah. uh, you're a big buff demon like, put my yep. shoulder through it yep yeah. so that would be um, definitely a stakes roll um and since I you have firepower add one more um yeah if you want to throw in a complication i can give you one more i would love a complication all right um uh, you see the harpies are now investigating the noise of the busted water fountain, so you may have a witness if you do not succeed okay. in time. That's Good that's fair, and yeah. which is particularly concerning because I, uh, as I'm running towards it um, to get the full full impact, yeah, I, I drop whatever glamour I have up, so I look full-on demon mode as I crash into this door. Uh, all right, yeah, so give me three uh, three dice rolls. You're trying to get I got, under. I got three successes, a two, a three, and a four. Nice. Please yes. narrate how yeah. you how you bust through that door. Yep. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I start to, as, as we turn the corner, we see the doors close, and I start to run, and I toss the football back to, uh, to Shades. Um, Toss the back, and then as I'm turning, as I said, the the glamour kind of drops. So the the I start to shimmer, um, and the again special television special effects. The the uh, Letterman jacket kind of just uh, it's at first it's waving as I'm running, and then it kind of like forms to my body, and I start to get a little bit larger, and you see me in my full metallic shimmery glory, um, and I go head first into the door to run through it. Um, as it busts off the hinges, I lift up and it's still stuck on my horns. The door is just there. <laughs> nice. Okay, so I'm now going to set this final scene that you see. And whatever happens next, it's going to be a group check cool. to resolve this. Cool. What you see is an, uh, the office has been is very bare bones. It's a lot. Uh, there's not much happening. Um, like Tuliger kind of had a lot of weird knickknacks and things, and also was a huge mm -hmm. fan of a particular coffee chain. Um, so there was a lot <laughs> of that uh, uh, merchandise over there. And 
instead you see what looks to be a very small desk with a couple of um supernatural paraphernalia um which you all recognize as some sort of a holy sort of a thing but not like christian holy more like um uh it looks to be uh symbolic for uh, what looks to be nature and wood and um, like some old pagan or older like religion. Um, sorry, not religion. Um, um, older sort of um, appeasement of like a nature god or something of that sort. Yeah. You see standing over Cersei who is bound with chains of what looks to be... Um, wood and thorns as well as um uh looks to be like almost like wind chains and uh almost like water chains and sort of like a nature coming together kind of being bound down and tied and looming over her you see principal wood um using having a focus and something else and starting to incant and you see below Cersei this sort of a small portal opening up that looks like it's just a black river and uh uh if uh if any of you had um uh, basically done ancient like classical you know greek mythology or whatever uh you see it looks to be something that could only be described as tartarus Oh, okay. Uh, starting to just yawn open under. Um, and uh, that's the yelling and sort of the voice and sort of Cersei being like, ha, you can't, uh, you can try, but I've been alive for these many years because I'm good at what you do. Let's see what you can do sort of a thing. And it's slowly being um, muffled by the chains sort of grabbing her further and trying to pull her down. And this is the scene you all come to. Uh, so collectively, we will resolve this with a check. Um, okay. And you need to make four successes total amongst okay. all of you okay. to How do exactly do we... what you want to do. Okay. How many dice do we each get? I will say because this is a big thing that you all are working towards, you all get three nice okay that's, if okay, you want good. one more each i will give you a very big complication i, I kind of want to hear a complication. let's do it yeah i'm down yeah. uh if you are not careful uh a uh you might get pulled into tartarus yourself if you do not make those four uh uh, those four checks, so four successes. Okay, four successes. Okay, okay that, but that's amongst nine dice, so three each. Mm -hmm. three, uh, okay. This is stakes. Okay. This is stakes, so you all okay. have to roll under your number. Under our number, okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Is it three each? Yeah. Okay. I got one success. No, you got four, uh, sorry. Uh, four? You get four each, so that's actually okay. 12. Uh, you need to get four successes from 12 dice. Okay. I, have I got four successes. I have three successes and I rolled my number once. I got, okay. I got four successes. Uh, because you yeah. rolled your number once, uh, you get to ask me a uh, a potential, like, a question about what is happening or, and you can then change your dice or act differently. Okay. Do I think 
that Principal Wood is a vampire or any sort of creature that would could be taken down by a stake. Uh, I know a human can, but I mean like... <laughs> Uh, not a vampire, given everything, and also being out during daytime, uh, as this is still the school it's normal school day, uh, and uh, but definitely some sort of either a descendant of some mythical creature, um, yeah. and as you try to think, you remember the tale of uh, some. It was like this weird, like when you were researching for a character, maybe in D and D. Um, there was a tale of one particular picus in like ancient Rome who got mm-hmm. turned into a woodpecker by uh, an enchantress. Actually, Ooh. now that you think of it, that was probably Circe, the like, mythical like creature. <laughs> the mythical creature. It's yeah. totally not your actual teacher. No, of course not. That's not no. possible. That's our chemistry teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, with all those successes, I will uh, I will let y'all decide how you resolve this. You definite and you can resolve it in the way you will follow. I will just throw in a couple of things to support it, but I will allow you to tell the story. Can we turn him back into a woodpecker? Um, You certainly can, but was not actually it looks He's probably a descendant of oh, the person well, like who got daddy, turned. Like son. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, do that. Yeah. Uh, so, how do you go about turning? Uh, I'm assuming saving Cersei and turning this guy mm-hmm. into a woodpecker. My, my idea is like, what if we? Because I, my, like, Atropos would want to cut Cersei free because it's like this yeah. is our chemistry teacher. And yeah. if Cersei's this awesome witch, I feel like once she's free, and like if, if I, you know, I'm focusing on closing the portal, maybe she's the one who does it, or like with okay. like our yeah. combined magic powers oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's totally cool. we can yeah. totally do it that way. Uh, so yeah. you're focusing on cutting uh, Cersei free. Mm-hmm. Uh, how Definitely. do you do that? Uh, I am going to just reach into the depths of my sack and I'm going to just pull out. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just pull out. Uh, oh, ooh, these big silver scissors. Right. That like cling, and like Paul would like be able to like feel like the magic vibrating off of them. Because uh, Atropos is one of the um, the weavers of, of fate in Greek mythology. Like one of the, yep. I think she's the one who, who cuts. I'm almost yep. certain. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, you yep. feel your you feel that sort of almost like the fates are putting all their magic into it as you take those scissors out and they gleam faintly with like a little bit of gold as well mm-hmm. i found these in a thrift store but they were calling to me i think they can cut through anything and i like run forward and i cut open like the chains that are binding uh cersei uh yeah po what what are you doing while this is happening um so i'm i'm remembering back to to how i used to or that that kingdom that 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 we we created in this town mm. um and how uh one of the things i used to do there was use my powers to um to again take away people's will to to stop them um to stop them from being able to resist and so i think back on that and then i um as i look through the door i look i make eye contact direct eye contact with the um wood um just as wood is trying to do something which i'll let you describe and and uh 
start muttering um, to myself, um, chanting something to freeze him in his tracks to stop him from being from being able to intervene. Uh, yeah, and nice. shades. What are you? What are you doing uh, in that, this? Th- yeah, that fits so well. I think um, with what Poe's doing. So I think that when we first came in, that shades was ready. Like pulled this wooden stake out of her backpack and was like ready, and then realized that this is not a vampire. She's new to this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. he had he had put his hand on the desk, and so. Shades just comes over and like stabs his hand into the desk so that he can't move to do any sort of magic or spells. So it's possible that what Poe did is actually what stopped him. But Shades thinks that she clearly was a big part of helping. Uh, Yeah. So as all of this happens, you cut those with those scissors and all of these like almost impossible. How would you cut air and water and everything? Just goes snip, snip, snip. And um. Cersei sort of frees uh, herself and says, thanks, maybe you should, we should have some private tutoring, you and I. And <laughs> looks like you have potential. And oh, nice scissors. Keep that away from me, though. And, <laughs> and starts to kind of uh, lunge onto um, and starts cackling. And it the cackle sounds very old and all, mm-hmm. like very ancient. And I feel like with Poe and Cersei working together, you see uh, Principal Wood uh, very short, uh, very short time just sort of start to shrink and shrink and sort of turn into a woodpecker. And I feel if I can edit what uh, uh, shades a little bit, I yeah. feel in sort of trying to get all of this done, you maybe didn't mean to, but you end up smacking the woodpecker into the portal as it starts to close. Yes, that is exactly what happens. <laughs> and um, there's like this big, uh, like, almost like when when um, something implodes, that sort of like a vacuum sound. Mm-hmm. And then there's just this force of energy as everything's flung across. And at this point, you see the harpies come in and stare at Cersei, and Cersei stares at them. And they're like, we'll fix the fountain and walk off. And you see for a moment that, that their mouths are a little beak-like, but they disappear. It's almost like a little illusion. Ooh. And uh, um, Cersei sort of looks at all of you and says, hmm, this is a little uh, awkward. I mean, students are not really supposed to see all of this, but I feel that maybe, you know what? Forget the stupid rule about mortals, not, uh, you know, gods and mortals and all of that stuff and not meddling in their affairs. You know what? They've been gone for like centuries, for millennia. It's my show now. Um, so I will not wipe all of your memories for today. Oh. Also, you, I've seen you around at least for a couple of decades. I'm pretty sure you're not a student, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to bring it up. Also, thank you for the, except the door. Just, can you, can you, can you just put it back in place, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, um, um, Cersei. Cersei, pull it off. Cersei. Mm, yes. Um, we, we know that you can turn people into hamsters. 
uh, we have a list uh, <laughs> of men that we would like you to turn into him. So when you get around to it, I, not it's not a big priority. How did you? Oh, I should have said we we really should not have ancient Greek studies here because then people will remember and you know. Just, yeah. <sighs> okay. Um. Well, some of us re- remember the ancient Greek. Yeah, that too. Itself, but yeah. Hmm. Um, well, I you might you might not be principal anymore. Uh, well, our we don't. What do you mean? I wouldn't be principal anymore. I think that I mean the, the other principal's back. Oh, maybe he still wants to retire though. He probably doesn't want to stick around. What do you mean the other principal's okay. back? We'll, we'll tell everyone he bit Shades' his face. Yeah, that's fine. He Fair. when Good he was call. a hamster, he bit my face. Uh, so we can just uh, tell everyone that he bit my face, and then. You can be principal. Yeah. It's fine. We'll take wait, care of it. Wait, Tulager's free? Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we kind of accidentally waterboarded him and while he was a hamster and then <laughs> turned him back into a human. But he was running around the building naked, so he probably can't keep his job. He's probably arrested by now. It's. I think it's okay. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I guess that take care of that. Hmm. I always thought I've never actually turned them back. Um, so I'm surprised uh, that the clothes don't stay on. Hmm, good to know. <laughs> they don't. I, and with that, I think we're going to fade into an epilogue of um, It Is Homecoming. Uh, and uh, there is a game and there is a ball. And just very quickly around the table, what uh, do each of you do after these weird events happen on day one of school um who would like to go first i, I can go first okay uh i think atropos would want to hang out with their friends with shades and poe but maybe like um i don't know what uh shades is up to is up to but if shades were playing D would definitely crash their campaign session <laughs> Would like show up at Shades' house or wherever this is happening and like knock on it, you know? Uh, or like they're with their mom and the mom knocks and a triples looks really embarrassed. And the mom's <laughs> knocking at the door. And they're like, they live, they've kind of combed their hair a little bit and like they've parted their hair just a bit to show like the other side of their face. They like they've cleaned up just a little bit. Um and you see like their the, their other eye is like a different color, because why not? It's like this milky white eye, right? Um Ooh. the prophetic eye. And they're like standing there like real nervous at uh your threshold. Yeah, I think that uh Shades like flings the door open and is like, Yay, you're here. Well, come on, we're it's homecoming. We're going to be late. And then like, unless you uh, disagree, like, like pulls your arm into the Chrysler Fifth Avenue and, and drives, mm. drives us to the game. But instead of going to the game, we go under the bleachers where there's a D&D game going on. Nice. And we're playing d d instead of watching <laughs> the game. I have an important oh. question. Yeah. Are you, uh, how do you treat sort of uh, spellcasters and, you know, witchy things and spells? Are you pedantic or are you kind of just roll with it? Like me? Shades? Nah, no, no, uh, triples. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, me? Yeah. Uh, in terms of my actual spells or like if I'm playing a spell? If I'm playing, if you're like, do you play? Yeah. 
Uh, if I'm a player, I think Atropos is super rules as written. Is like, no, the range on that. Uh, you, that's a concentration spell. You can't cast two level spells in one turn, even if one's a bonus action. It's only a cantrip and a level spell. And like, it's like kind of rules lawyering. <laughs> yeah. And Bo, are you joining in these festivities? You're invited. If you yeah. Go, so I, 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 I alternate between trying to come down and play if if they'll let me behind the bleachers um, and going and going out to the game. Uh, I actually am not on. I'm actually not on the football team. Um, I'm I'm one of the cheerleaders. I just carry around the football because I I'm kind of confused about. Are you the mascot? This whole sports thing. No, I'm I'm one of the cheerleaders. I'm just I'm just out yeah. there cheering and uh, I'm I'm a one of the tumblers. Oh, wonderful. Nice. And oh, wow. because yeah. we didn't actually that. mention it, uh, the team uh, for the school is the Surfing Sunflowers. And you see the mascot, like, basically a, in a sunflower suit uh, on, a, on a surfboard that basically has, like, circles on it. And, yes. and, uh, and it's just kind of like cruising in, you know, surf, like more like uh, skateboarding rather than surfing because yeah. you're not on the sea. Um, but yeah, uh, and then you're t you tumble into it, and then we fade. We see the game, and then we slowly fade out. And uh, yeah, with that, uh, th we are done with our game stakes and strategies. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Thank you. That was so uh, good. So thank fun. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's really thank good. You. Thank you so much for writing that game, Stakes and Strategy. Mm -hmm. And also thank you so much, Connie, for joining us tonight. Absolutely. This was uh, a blast. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to play either games featured on this show, uh, you can definitely check out the links that are going to be in chat momentarily. Uh, and if you're watching this later as a VOD or on our podcast, you can get more info on our video description or show notes. And uh, as we wind up our, uh, today's episode, let's go quickly around the table and uh, plug ourselves. Um, who are we and where can we find you? And we'll start with our wonderful guest, please. Hey, hey everyone, I've been Connie, pronouns they, he, and she. Uh, I am a professional GM, a budding game designer, and a screenwriter. And you can find me everywhere on the internet at ByConnieChong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. I am most active on Twitter. Give me a follow. I'm super friendly. Um, shoot me a DM. Uh, check out my games on Itch, uh, ByConnieChong as well. And also consider pledging to my Patreon at ByConnieChong, where I give GM tips, uh, as well as run a, a bi-monthly uh, uh, paid uh, free a uh, free paid uh, game. Uh, but I currently, I think all my slots are taken, so I should, really shouldn't be advertising that. Uh, other than that, I am the GM and producer behind Transplanar RPG, which is, uh, I'm repping it on my shirt, an all transgender people of color led 100% homebrew Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition live streamed actual play campaign set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world that streams Saturdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you are not free then or if you don't like watching stream games but you love actual play content, tune into our podcast which drops new episodes Tuesdays. We're currently working through Arc 1. We're currently on Arc 4 in our stream game but we're working, we're, we're chugging, we're churning out episodes and we will catch up eventually to our stream uh please give us a listen download us rate us uh rate us on apple Podcasts. that really really does help with uh, uh increasing the reach and the engagement to new mm. audiences uh, and with that i'll pass pass along our introductions to i suppose to kristen hi uh kristen uh she her pronouns you can find me on twitter kristen is no jedi again thank you connie for joining us 
Um, and Jeremy, that's a fantastic game. That's the first time I've played stakes and strategies. And it was, it was awesome. Such a good lasers and feelings hack. So I hope everyone will check those games out. Um, yeah. So as for me, I'm a game designer, writer, uh, podcaster. I do this live stream every other Thursday with my amazing co-hosts who I adore. Uh, and you can find my games at diceupgames.com or on DriveThru or Itch. Um, and you can also find my interview podcast on Tabletop Babble or at Geekspective. Um, so every other week I release an episode. It's called Tabletop Crowd. I interview folks who are having a gaming-relating crowdfunding project coming out. I talk with them. We discuss their project and we release it during the Kickstarter or other crowdfunding as a way to get the word out and help hype supporters. So um, yeah, you can follow me again at Kristen is no Jedi and I'll pass it over to Jeremy. Uh, thank you so much. Um, gosh, I had a blast tonight. Thank you everyone. Uh, yeah, my name is Jeremy Harper. Uh, I use they, them pronouns. Uh, I'm an educator and uh, game designer. Um, and I, uh, this, this was my first time playing this game because I'm really bad at playtesting things that I create. So <laughs> I just create them and put them out into the world and hope they're good. <laughs> so this was a blast. Uh, thank you all. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Hark Morper, um, or you can find uh, other things I've created on at harkmorper.com itch.io i think that's how you get to it um and uh if you liked the this game you can check it out i have another game about vampires called how do you do fellow humans um that's more that. of a sitcom vibe vampire roommates so if you like vampires um uh check it out i think it will be played at some point over bipoc vamp jam or bipoc vamp day weekend so yeah, thank you, everyone. Um, and I will pass things off to Miriam. Yeah, speaking of Vamp, uh, Vamp Jam and Vamp Day, um, I am doing uh, several things for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I am Mariam, they, them pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter at Media Unscore Junkie. I do a lot of stuff in Utopia, who organized the Game Jam. However, the Vamp Day is done by a wonderful Black cosplayer, Betty. Uh, and uh, definitely on Twitter, look out for BIPOC Vamp Day or BIPOC uh, for the game specifically BIPOC Vamp Jam um, and uh, you'll definitely be seeing me tweeting a lot about it because we're going to have it next weekend for context that would be September 17th to the 19th uh, and uh, I also wrote a a little game for it called Flats and Fangs. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see it uh, being streamed or played at some point. Uh, but yeah, please follow me for all of that BIPOC vamp goodness. And um, uh, yeah, with that, we are going uh, to end our show for tonight. Please join us next time uh, where... Uh, we get to play Adorblins with our very special guest, Amber. And uh, I believe, Kristen, you have a very unique connection to that as well, aside from being those for that episode. If you want to give a little sneak peek before we head out. Sure. Yeah. So Adorablins is a game that I co-designed with my partner, Tim, as well as Amber. Amber will be GMing. Uh, she did all the art. You may have seen her art. She actually is in the last uh, 24 hours of at the time of this live stream of her Kickstarter for her Adorablin pins. Uh, but we are making a game about it and it is very stripped down PBTA light at its core. It is meant to teach 
children how to like introduce them to the world of RPGs. But we have play tested a ton with adults. It's silly. It's shenanigans. So join us next time for that game. It'll be a blast. Yeah. And with that, we will see you next time. Their Super Geek is brought to you by Misdirected Mark Productions.